Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. This week on Phantom Red Radio, the boys talk about the X-Men franchise and how it holds up in today's movie standards, and rank the movies individually in a list. Stay tuned for more. Welcome back. All right. Hey, that was disturbing. Disturbing. Man. That was really disturbing. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are all back in Trio Studios once again. It's been a while. Um, we haven't all been recording together since, like, April or March. It's been a rough couple been, of weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I was in Thailand. I just got back from Asia. Yeah. You know, I survived. Yeah. Rambo delivered him home. Lake Powell. I survived. Jack was at Lake Powell. These boys were out here holding Phantom Rant together. They did their John Trying Wick episode. To. <laughs> Go listen to that one if you haven't already. It's good. It is very good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we were super excited about what we are discussing today, which is X-Men and the entire series, because we just had a little X-Men movie come out. Dark Phoenix, probably the last Fox X-Men movie we'll get in this uh, saga. Probably last From 2000 worst. to 2019. Unfortunately, it had to end on a fat 23% Rotten Tomatoes and a horrible reception by audiences. Most likely the worst one. None of us have really it. seen it, so we can't really say yeah, anything. That's true. Yeah, it comes out tonight yep. as, we, as we are speaking. As we are talking. Yeah. But a lot of people have already seen it that we trust. Don't like it. Yeah. But we'll get into that later. For now, we are going to hop right into Top 5 News. Jack, why don't you kick us off with number five? I got a an extra one for everyone. Oh. Number six, Endgame, is at 2.720.5 billion. If you're wondering, Avatar is at 2.788.0 billion. Ooh. It's in the it's close. It's no longer in the hundred millions. It's in like the ten million range. I think they have like the about difference. between Avatar and 50 Endgame? million yes, to go. The difference between the two movies <laughs> internationally, still not going to win. Internationally, shut up, Clint. It's, it's going to happen. Back. No, stop, Come on, Clint. Have don't, faith. Be that, don't be that one kid in Gotta class. Have faith. It's not, not going to happen. It's not going. I I have to be that kid. I have to check. It's oh not going to happen. Put away your graphing. To be honest, though, Avatar really <laughs> deserves to hold that. Avatar is an amazing movie. It just oh, Avatar. I yeah. actually wait. I'm actually one of the few people that James Cameron's Avatar. Amazing All right, movie. guys. Um, in all I really do think it's good. It's good number movie, five but... on our top five news is that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge just opened last weekend. Yes. And we got lots of news for you. So let's hit that. I'm going to read this quick quote from our, our, uh, our favorite friend. Stepping into Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, especially through the entrance of the heart of Black Spire Outpost, and rounding the corner to see the big reveal of the Millennium and towering spires behind it, is like entering Cars Land for the first time. It's jaw-dropping, mesmerizing, wow-inducing, incredible. Insert your favorite superlative. It's probably applicable. Your senses are heightened as you breathe 
the rare air of Batu. Also, blue milk is $8. <laughs> Don't mind that. Wait, is the frozen one more expensive? Probably. Probably. Seems like it would be like 16 Blue milk yeah. is $8 if you wanted to know that. No, you know the you – know, it's $35 it. if you get the specialty cup. It's $35 for guys... blue, mil- blue milk. Milk? With... Oh, my God. Blue <laughs> milk. Milk? Oh, no. I Have you guys like... seen the food? Turn into I me. watched an ad <laughs> I mix up words. of all the food they have at Star Wars Land, and it's crazy. It looks so good. Whoa. I heard this is easily the best Disneyland park out of all – even not, not just for Disneyland, <gasps> but for Disney World and – all across the board. So the planet is called Batu. It's like a knockoff of Jakku. I don't know. But it's like a Batu? trading outpost. But there's like this little area where there's lots of relics. And you can see the Ark of the Covenant from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Really? Yeah, it's oh, like a I little Easter egg. Yeah. That's cool. Different franchise. <laughs> when uh, I was Lucas, in, Lucasfilm. When Lucas I was in California, Rome. I went to Universal. Sorry, I didn't even know sorry that. Sorry, I didn't there. get you guys something. I wish I would have. I didn't oh, realize you were there. I know. <laughs> and oh. I went to the Wizarding World. And I think that's kind of a better comparison for Star Wars Land than Cars Land. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone there was losing their minds when they would see like all the tall Hogwarts buildings. Yeah. And, like, that's the perspective true. in there is probably crazy. I think they just oh, yeah. compared it to Cars Land because that one is like so big and it's, it's all like Cars immersive, Land. Immersive, yeah. yeah. It's just like so interactive. I've been I'm watching so it. many things on it and it's just, oh my God. I We're need to go right? this year. I know. Yeah, we need to go. But I don't want to go, go until the whole thing opens because there's still like a part to... The Rise of the Resistance yeah, it's ride still closed. It still hasn't, it hasn't, still opened, hasn't yet. opened yet. Well, but the Millennium go- Falcon one's... We should now. do like a fall break trip or something. Fall break that's trip. When it, that's when it Later does. I think year. it comes out in August is when they're going to open that. Lit. So should stay tuned. Should we wait until after Rise of Skywalker and then go? Or? Eh. I don't know. It will be a huge Phantom Ranch trip. That will be like an episode in itself. It will. We'll do daily journals. We could do an episode there in the Daily park. journals. Honestly? Oh. Imagine that background noise. Wow. Oh God. <laughs> the AC versus Disneyland. <laughs> Ryan would have a headache. Oh, I, I would die. And with this, I must Anyways, go. Bye, guys. You're leaving? Oh, yeah, Jack. 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 I got to go. I'm going to go rock climb. Yeah, Jack. I'll miss tur- you guys. Jack's oh. literally phasing through the wall right now. It's kind of weird. Jack's, me out. Jack's Wait, no, that's not turning into Who's that? James Franco in uh, 127 hours. <laughs> All right. And then uh, number four in our top five news is Toy Story 4 just beat out Incredibles 2 in pre-sales. This is pretty big so top pre-sales for any animated and then the animated movie Mini-mini. ever animated movie ever um i think it's gonna be bigger than incredibles 2 oh yeah oh yeah it's actually i don't know no, Incredibles it's 2 was huge and Is i think it, that was the that was the biggest uh animated release right not just grossing wise but it was like the biggest one and i think that was even bigger than finding dory when that came out Ugh. yeah well more yeah. people were talking about incredibles 2 literally all my kids at work still watch that it's just because constantly. we knew for so long incredibles 2 was going to come out yeah because we had like uh the major posters. teases the gamecube we, game we had, incredibles 2 like super long ago oh plus we had those posters from a couple years back where disney's planning out it's it's roadmap for Pixar oh, yeah. films. yeah and it was confirmed it was confirmed yep Devin, you want to hit us with number three? Uh, so number three is probably the worst news on here. You're probably going to cry no, when I mention no, it. No, no, uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman um, in Matt Reeves' 2021 The Batman. I would just like to say I'm probably the only one here that's looking forward to Shut this. Up. Okay, here's the thing. 
I know he's a horrible actor. He's not bad. He's not. Have you seen? It's any, honestly not even I've his seen, acting ability. It's the way he looks. I can't see actually, him though, as Batman. Actually, though, he's actually built. I've seen like some fan art with him, and there's like a mask over him, and I'm like, I, I kind of see. At least it. he has the jaw. I he, has, that. He, he has, has the, the jaw. jaw. He's pale like Batman. Yeah. 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 He's just not as. He's just not. Okay, as, shut up. Shut up. He's no bad. But the fact that they were he's even no having there was. Did you see the fan thing where they wanted Kristen Stewart to be Catwoman? No. No. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. Oh God. Because you know they hate each other right now. Yeah. Yeah. They hate each other. So That's that the actress for the Twilight chick, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh no. They that'd hate each so. Awful. They hate each other now because Kristen Stewart. Uh, she cheated on him with the director from, uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, figures. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that's no, yeah. no, no. I feel like this whole thing with bringing in an actor from this huge fan base of Twilight and mixing him with like DC, well, is very toxic. Well, it is, but yeah. even, but even Robert Patton said himself he hates, he doesn't like Twilight. He didn't like the Twilight that's movies. True. He's he's only done small time uh, indie films, and he's grown himself to be a supporting actor than leading actor, which is also kind of different. Because he's that's what he's he's his uh, I actually watched a video about it the other day. His uh, style of acting is he builds his character way up off of other people. Interesting. So that's a very that's a very thing with his villains is that Batman's he's building off from the actors that are playing his villains. Do too. you think this could be similar to the Batman with Michael Keaton, where it was majority Joker's story? No, I don't know. Well, we don't know that much about it yet. Yeah, you know what? So. You know what's a string of hope for me? As much as I've been hating this the mm-hmm. last few weeks, I'm like, they had to do it for a reason. They have so much money on the line. They pick a wrong Batman. That's like the DC property that that will always sell. It's like Marvel's Spider Man that will always yeah. sell. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, they had auditions. They must have really thought this through. They picked him for a reason. Yeah. And that's the only thing. I still, I still need like visual visual proof of this he must have had an amazing audition or he something. must have because you know how many people were like out for this it's batman it's like almost i a bet he could be brooding and just menacing probably i'm I don't not know. He's i'm a not vampire wor- i'm not worried about the visuals for this movie because if you guys uh matt reeves is obviously directing it uh, he directed. No, uh, I mean like visual. Like I actually need to see him be bad. Oh well, then I, I think I think he's gonna do a good job. Is that like I said? Because Matt Reeves is directing it, he's actually one of my favorite directors out right now. Because he directed Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Ooh, War, Cloverfield and War, Cloverfield, and he produced Cloverfield Ten, uh, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, those are some good movies. Those are some really good movies. Those so, are all widely accepted as very and I do, positive. I do really in. I'm very interested in the premise of this, of it being a Batman detective story. I'm calling it. I think that the costume design in this movie could be the coolest live-action Batman that, costume. Yeah, I, I think, think they'll finally nail it. Like, Ben Affleck, that was cool, but it's just it like... It grew on me. I hated it at first because like, I was like, Fat Bat, really? Yeah, And then it, it grew big. on me. And then Baffleck, or not Baffleck, the Dark Christian Knight. Bale. I think they're going to uh, do White Eyes now. It looks like tactical. I think they're gonna do white I eyes. I need white eyes. Oh, dude, they're doing I like need Deadpool, white like eyes. Deadpool. Exactly. Like the white Spider Man gotta have the white Spider-Man eyes. Spider Man has white eyes. They need to. That'd be so cool. Oh my god. Anyways, um, Clint, you want to hit us with number two on our top five yes. news? Our favorite uh, runaway hitman, 
is in talks for the MCU to be in. Uh, Correction. Ryan's favorite runaway. Ryan's. Correction. Lone Gunman's favorite <laughs> hitman is uh, in talks to be in the Eternals movie, which I'm pretty sure already has Angelina Jolie in it. But if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about everyone's favorite, Keanu Reeves. He is in talks to do the Eternals MCU movie. And Millie Bobby Brown, if I'm not mistaken. I, it's Angelina Jolie, uh, Keanu Reeves, and someone else. Mm-hmm. I think Angelina Jolie's already confirmed. Yeah, <sighs> I, I don't. Know. I don't really care about this movie until I see it. I mean, it I, could be cool, but like, I, I don't think... really care for anything in the MCU right I think now. really with yeah. the MCU, after finishing the Infinity Saga, they're like, okay, we're gonna be very expen- experimental this yeah. time around. Too bad Jack isn't here because he was. He's actually really excited for what's next with the Is MCU. Has he been the one posting on Instagram? Oh, oh, yeah. all about it. Oh yeah, but. I think it's just because there's like this possible splitting in the MCU. Like they're gonna do like an Earth-based storyline with like Spider-Man, all these Black Panther sequels, Doctor Strange, and then the Black Widow, and then they're gonna do another storyline which is like Eternals and more yeah. celestial Cosmic. type things. Yeah, which I don't know. I think yeah, the main focus would probably be in space from now on. No storyline will ever really... be as good as the Infinity oh, Saga. No, that, the, no that's honestly a one-off. That. I don't. They'll never talk. Even if, even if they introduce X Men down the road or Fantastic Four, you know what? I, I'm kinda... honestly, it would be the only thing to really get e- me back into it. That would be amazing. Eternal, they have to. Eternals kind of so cool. They Eternals kind of remind me sadly of that. What was that Marvel thing that came out a couple of years, like a year ago? It really flopped. It really flopped. Inhumans. Inhumans. It reminds me oh. of Inhumans too. And they canceled too. it after not even the first season. It was like a. F- well, it was supposed to be a movie, and then they canceled the yeah. movie and turned it into a show. Is New Mutants still a thing? <laughs> it's so funny. I love how the full length trailer is out. They pushed it back again. I don't so even is know that, if that's still is that like a I think Fox? It, I think it's supposed to happen. In it's August. technically still Fox, but I don't know if because of Disney know. they're pushing it back. I just it's so funny. We had that trailer for over what? Two years now, a year and a half, because it came out before 2018, and we thought we were going to get it in March. I don't know. 20, I don't care. But anyway, who's getting? You Anyways, got one? I can hit number one. So number one on our top five news list is actually a pretty big spoiler. So you have a spoiler warning for Spider-Man: Far From Home. This is your spoiler warning. All right, let's go in. <laughs> so. Uh, Actually, uh, the post credit scene for Spider-Man Far From Home was not leaked, but people have been talking about it. There's been pre-screenings. Um, it'll be released in China in a bit. But the big bad or potential big bad for the MCU moving forward has been revealed in an end credit scene, which is none other than Norman Osborn. Wait, is this for like the MCU as a whole or just Spider-Man 3? I'm pretty sure it's just Spider-Man. But I can also see it being a big bad in general because in the Dark Avengers storyline, Norman Osborn plays a huge role. He's the he's he plays. It is a huge Marvel villain. Yeah, Yeah. he is a huge. He's big Marvel villain. I I still think I want them to do Doctor Doom as the next big bad. Doctor Doom's he. He's never done him trash. Yeah, Yeah, he has such a bad rap. In pop culture, just because. But he's such a good villain in the comics. In comics, he's just huge. Actually, I think he is number one besides Thanos and Magneto. Like, yeah. When you think of Marvel villain before the MCU and all that stuff, you think of Doctor Doom. You think of Magneto. Anyways, that's a good tie-in to 
our X-Men talk. We're going to be talking about all 12 of the X-Men movies that have come out from 2000 with the very first X-Men all the way to oh, 2019 yeah. with the flop that is Dark Phoenix. Oh, God. Um, but let's just dive in and discuss maybe some superhero movies that came out around the time of the first X-Men. We had the Blade trilogy, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, um, Hulk with Eric Bana, Daredevil oh. with Ben Affleck, oh. Fantastic Four around 2005, then Batman Begins in 2005. X-Men actually sparked the entire big uh, uh, superhero franchise. Because it franchise. came out in 2000 right before all these movies I it's just listed. It's got that really unique, iconic 2000s look. And then after I just X- love how cheesy it is. Like, it's not... Horribly cheesy, but it's just like it's campy. It's a classic. It's, it's, very, it's very rewatchable it's too. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, there has a certain style to it that I just love, and it's like it's huge in pop culture. It's edgy. It's like not a thriller, but it's not horror, but it's not like a drama. It's just kind of its own thing. I it's love like it. first like Formula One, yeah. for superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's the very. It's the stepping stone. It's the yeah. foundation. Yeah. I'm I'm in such an X Men mood. This is perfect. I'm literally I I brought my Wolverine shirt just to wear for this episode, and I'm oh, wearing, yeah. I'm still wearing my sunglasses. You know what? I'll keep my sunglasses on for the entire episode. You're and already. just so you guys do know, Devin will be playing Scott in the upcoming yeah. Cyclops movie that mm-hmm. Fandom Rant will be producing. Yep. Um, we just need a little money. Um, we're gonna start a GoFundMe. Actual money, yeah. <laughs> So we can Go start. Pro- me, yeah. So we can start filming. Um, in twenty. Link in the bio. In twenty thirty eight. Twenty thirty eight. We get huge. We get massive. Anyways, um, Devin has a weird obsession with Cyclops. Cyclops. Oh my god. When that Cyclops movie actually does happen. Never. You know how. You're gonna have to stay away from me because I'm gonna be like overwhelmed. Not gonna happen. The more yeah. likely. They'll more like such an actually, underdog. He's so underrated. He'll the the Gambit movie will come up before. Admit the this. Movie. Wouldn't cool. you want more Cyclops than Mystique? Well, I don't know why Mystique is. Oh yeah, getting such a oh spotlight. Gosh. They what? give her so much. I think it's I think it's right too. In in X Men Days of Future Past, and kind of First Class, but Cyclops isn't even in that till the but end. But I, I like the James Mardson. That, yeah, that's right. the James Martin. He's a lot. Like that's the the old one in the original. I, am I the only one that likes the new Cyclops? I do I'm like the, him, but I don't one. love Ty Sheridan. I like Ty Sheridan. I think James uh, Marsden has a He's more okay. iconic look. Yeah, he just like he feels. He like looks Cyclops. like Cyclops. I don't know. Now he's kiss in, him. Now he's in the new Sonic movie. How the mighty. Oh, I just feel like gosh. because besides Wolverine, Cyclops is always been the number one X Men. Yeah. That, that's like that he's always he's been iconic. He's, he's the captain america for the x-men it's like They're wolverine like cyclops rogue professor storm X, storm beast beast nightcrawler was always my favorite nightcrawler okay dude actually really i mean cool. okay we i'll say talk- this wolverine is still my favorite x-men i just i just think cyclops oh that, so that's cool. a good we should do that who's your guys' favorite x-men devin said wolverine Nightcrawler. 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 That's unique, you know? I'll respect that. Nightcrawler's always been my favorite mm. X-Men. He does have really cool power. Very overpowered. But since so is Wolverine's immortality, <sighs> basically. I'm going to go with the Iceman himself. Iceman? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hey! Freaking Bobby. Nah. I'd have to go with Wolverine. I just love every movie he's in. He's just, Hugh Jackman. He really Jackman. is 
the driving force for the X-Men movies. I, so good. I have had a, a very uh, grown fondness for uh, Nightcrawler since the 90s cartoon and then the 2000s cartoon, if you guys uh, yeah. haven't seen it. And, and then the obviously opening scene and, and in X2. X2 in the White House. Oh, yeah. That's probably one of the best. A great thing I love about X-Men is it ties in politics really cool. Like in X... Because the illusions in, for Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. King the Martin civil Luther rights King's movements. Professor X and Magneto's. And I loved how they tie in the government. It's kind of this legal rights it's for got mutants. Really cool themes in it. But they do it really well. You know, Peter Dinklage was a, did a great job as the villain in um, oh, Days of Future Past. What's his name? Th- Thad, not Thaddeus. Trask. Uh, Trask. Trask. It Trask. was Trask. Faggot. And then all three of the striker <laughs> actors. Oh my god. The, there's one for X2 the, the, and there's the one old, for Origins. The old guy, which is he's the OG, actual really good actor. The OG he's my striker. striker. Yeah, that's uh his name is I forgot his name is the actor. Brian name. Cox. Oh, ah. the old guy. Oh. All right. So let's just uh pick back up with our favorite moments. Does that sound good? Favorite moments in every X-Men movie ranging from X-Men from 2002 all the way to Dark Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know why you would have a favorite scene in that movie, but uh, we're giving you the, the option. end. Cyclops Redemption. <laughs> is he even? Yeah, he is. He it? won't die in that because then that would be literally. They're going to do it at like the opposite yeah, of what yeah. happens. We already so. know that uh, Raven dies. They, oh, you literally see her funeral. It's so obvious. Who's? Raven. Mystique. Mystique, yeah, she's oh, definitely dead. That was a big thing. Oh, well, I mean... Eh. They literally show her funeral in the trailer. Do they really? I didn't even know that. You see her, like, die. Like, she flies away. And then she's crying then, about it because she just killed... Yeah, you see her yeah, getting then you, pushed. Then, and... then you see her crying, and then you see, like, a funeral with all of them. Nice. Anyways, we're about to bring you Phantom Rant's favorite moments in the X-Men saga. You know what? what? We should... All right. Since there's a lot of great moments, we can each have two. So we do all around once, and or we then could all just again. Okay, that's okay, good. That's idea. fine with me. That's I'm cool with me. that. All right, Devin, you want to kick us off with your favorite, second favorite, I'm second favorite, second favorite X Men moment. Ooh, okay. I actually will start off with Quicksilver, um, in Days of Future Past. His scene in the Pentagon when they're freeing Magneto. Oh yeah. It's just I think that's like. The coolest display of super speed I've seen in a movie. I just yeah. I thought that was so cool. And you know, you know how many montages I've seen with people playing different music. And yeah. what, what's the what's the Jim? What's his name? Jim oh, Crochet. He's in the guy who sings the song. Oh, never mind. Oh, Jim Crochet. Yeah, the singer. I just think that was so cool. And definitely the Fox's version of Quicksilver is way cooler than, oh, way <laughs> cooler. than Age of Ultron. You didn't see that coming. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. Hawkeye Shield. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought that was so cool. And that because he, mo- he moves each bullet. It's yeah. Just, it's like it's so easy for him. I'll, I'll cue that song that they play. Right and, the, now. and the CGI in that is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, the effects great. are awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I feel love, like ever since then they tried to replicate that. Yeah, like uh, I think in Apocalypse wasn't it in the mansion. Yep. Yeah, that one wasn't as cool. Not as cool, but still really cool though. Still really yeah. cool. Yeah, I think yeah, which is kind of funny. Quicksilver's had way cooler moments in movies than Flash. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind oh, of funny. Yeah. All right, Clint, hit us with one of your favorite scenes. Uh, my one of my favorite scenes is when uh. 
actually when Charles is helping out Magneto move the uh, satellite in first class. Oh, good really cool. scene. I think it's, I think it's because it shows that um, Charles is telling uh, Magneto, you don't always have to rely on hate to activate your powers because that's how he would activate his powers yeah. every time he uses his anger. Yeah. And so he uses the, the happiest memory that he has and it's uh, his mom and him celebrating his birthday. And he starts, I love it because then, because uh, he starts, Magneto starts to cry yeah. as mm-hmm. he's moving the satellite. And so does, I think so does Charles too. He starts to cry too. Yeah. And it's just a very, it's a really great bonding moment yeah. with uh, him and Charles. They're really frenemies. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they, it's kind of tragic because they're, the they're best friends. Yeah. Best bromance ever. They had a really, uh, actually funny enough, James McAvoy and uh, Michael Fassbender are actually really good friends in real life. And it their, chemi- like their chemistry on scene is so good. Oh, no, like, it's great. They're amazing together. They have really great chemistry I together. might as well ask this question now. So, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellum, or oh. James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender? Honestly, I will say it. I think McAvoy and Fassbender I, I take that too. have yeah. a better relationship. Yeah, I like that. They, Even they, though... They develop it from the beginning, uh, from when they met, and then you see that arc through Apocalypse. Yeah. And I, I guess through Dark Phoenix. You just see it better. You see their chemistry better. You see yeah. their chemistry a lot Although, better. Although, oh my God, Patrick Stewart. They're both like huge, like classical and actors. I, the best movie that shows both of these chem- both of these chemistries like in the same movie is Future Past. Days of Future Past. Oh my oh, God. Oh yeah, they do, they do see they do both of them. That's their best display yeah. besides first class. But yeah, great, great actors playing the same characters. It's so cool because then you see Magneto from when he's like really starting to like moving a satellite that's not that's pretty cool but then when you see uh, his transition throughout the other nine, movies i won't yep. get into details clint i'm just that's saying that's clint's oh, other favorite okay. scene anyways let's talk about one of my favorite scenes is not just one scene but it's at least four or five but it's every time magneto and professor x charles and eric sit down and play a nice friendly game of chess that's cool i like that they do that in a lot of different movies Oh, you know what's a really cool scene? I just, just imagine thought of? if those are metal when it says that the Wolverine. Remember yeah. at the end of X two, or was it Last Stand when uh, Magneto got like stabbed with the uh, the serum that takes away your? That was in Last Stand. That was in Last Stand. That takes yeah. away your powers, yeah. but then like you see him move the chess piece at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. a cool scene. Anyways, Devin, what's your number one favorite X Men scene? Ah oh, man, there's so many, so many cool moments. But I got to say, one of the ones that really gets me emotionally, especially since Wolverine has been one of my favorite superheroes forever, is at the very end, big huge spoilers, but I mean this whole episode spoilers, but at the end of Logan, when she moves the cross to an X... And then she just walks away, and then the camera just like pans out or pans in. That's so cool. That was such a cool moment. I I love that moment so much. I teared up definitely through that. Even then, when Wolverine's dying, oh my, I can't, I can't actually think about it, or else I'll physically start yeah, to tear no, up. I'm like, yeah, I'll actually physically start to tear up. That's how much I love opinion, that moment. I'm not the biggest fan of Logan. Please don't hate me. We'll talk about this later. Clint, what's your favorite scene in X Men? Oh, when uh, in Days of Future Past, where uh, okay. Magneto oh. casually lifts up an entire baseball stadium. And then drops it on the White House. He went from moving a satellite to literally picking up a baseball the stadium. The Nationals baseball I stadium. I think that's probably the best display of powers I think I've ever seen in a movie in general. We, we discussed this. X-Men versus like the MCU or maybe DC movies has a great... Displays powers very, very, very well. well. Yeah. Extremely well. I just think that displays like... 
God, that Magneto is such a powerhouse. And when he just, oh. he just lifts up an entire baseball stadium, drops it, he corners everyone. The most important secure house in the entire country oh, yeah. is at total is at the total mercy of Magneto. Because even then, he has the baseball stadium and he takes control of the centuries. You don't see that a lot in other superheroes. Like it was like, oh yeah, they're cool powers. But this, they, they're it's very clever the way that they display their powers on screen and it's and it should be because they're mutants they all have powers that's their thing and it's easier for them to do that when they have like i think he's been in what magneto's been in like seven x-men movies maybe yeah. six and that each one they show more of what he can do so yeah it's been really they cool. always switch it up and show another why he's a main antagonist yeah uh surrounding the franchise but i think he's one of the best like would you consider him an anti-hero or just a straight villain? In the new movies, he's kind of like an more of an anti-hero. Well, in the reboots, it's kinda confu- like, taking place. It's kind of confusing because in first class, he turns into an anti-hero at the end, but at the end of Days of Future Past, he turns into a villain. One of my favorite scenes ever is easily in Days of Future Past when Past Charles talks to the future Charles, and they have this really cool conversation where the future one kind of like encourages the younger one embrace it it will make you more powerful than you ever imagined it's the greatest gift we have to bear their pain without breaking and it's born from the most human power hope don't want your suffering I don't want your future <laughs> really good scene that's yes. uh, that's actually where McAvoy shines I think the most he, if it wasn't I thank God for James McAvoy he's such a great actor oh yeah he he's, does that role so he's well he's an amazing actor you know I think one of the biggest underrated teases in the movies at least that I remember is in the Wolverine and at the very end you see Wolverine encountering both Professor X and Magneto which was really yep. cool because that kind of that definitely sets up Days of Future Past of yep. them work, finally working together. Still makes no sense how Charles lives. How Charles? Is There's a alive. lot of things that don't make sense, but <laughs> we roll with it because it's, it's cool. Like, it is cool, and we'll talk about this later. With that said, you guys want to go right into our fandom rant X Men rankings from number twelve all the way to number one, and for each of these, we're going to give you our biggest praise of the movie and our biggest squabble. So without further to-do, we're going to start with number 12, which we're going to give that to Dark Phoenix, the least favorite, just because we haven't seen it yet, but based off what we know, based off the reviews the I've reviews, been seeing, people we trust, the ratings, I haven't seen anyone actually say this is a really great film. No one yet. Or even defending it. I've just, I've, all I've heard is that this is the worst X-Men movie. And other things that support why this movie stinks is I hear it's a copy of a lot of things. Um, it's pretty much... I also heard that they completely reshot the third act because they thought it looked too similar to a recent movie, <clears throat> Captain Marvel, because it was supposed to be a climax in space. Or it could even be Last Stand because literally Dark Phoenix is Last Stand 2.0 because yeah. it's there because the timeline switched so now it's like the last stand, what happened in the last stand is happening way earlier. Yeah, it's just 
Time-wise. So this is a total... I don't even want to get into it. It's so confusing. It's pretty confusing. You thought Endgame was confusing? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Anyways, so number 11, we have X-Men Apocalypse, which came out in 2016. I think, Clint, you want to defend this. I want to defend this. I'm not... So give us your praise for the movie before we roast it. Okay, so things I liked about the movie. I actually think the buildup for the movie was all right. I think Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse was actually really good. I think that's a really... He did a really... From what he... For what he had for Apocalypse was really great. I thought his introduction was awesome. The first scene opening up when he's in the pyramid and he's like switching bodies. Yeah, that was cool I thought that was dope. I thought him meeting Storm for the first time... I thought that was really cool. He built the pyramids. I love how uh, that Mystique is now seen as this, uh, you know, mutant idol. That mutants are good. This that hero. she saved the president. That mutants are she a had good a thing. Huge character. Arc. That mutants aren't a problem. That they're this, the next thing we need to cause this. I love that how yeah. it sets up with that. Uh, I, I the only th- okay the really my biggest gripes with the film is actually Mystique, funny enough, because she's great in uh, Days of Future Past, but in this film, I think she kind of takes a hit. One thing that I don't like about it is it sets back for a character is because obviously Mystique's big thing in First Class and Days of Future Past is her accepting of, you know, being mutant and proud. Yeah, It's an overcurring theme. But throughout the whole entire film... I don't know if it's due to CGI effects or it's just because oh we just want to use Jennifer Lawrence's real face because they don't they didn't they didn't use the prosthetic or makeup mystique yeah but just, just and I don't yeah. I don't get that I don't understand why they did that I yeah. uh, that's I thought that was a very big big no no they made I, that such a big deal in first class yeah and I think the execution for the movie was extremely poor. I, I thought the ex- oh no sorry I bad. thought I thought the execution was extremely poor yeah and they very underpowered apocalypse I think this from what I was going to say now I think sums up what apocalypse is is that it's a stepping stone for Dark Phoenix it's filler for Dark Phoenix how bad it will be no 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 from like yeah. it's know, used it, as a it. to set up for yeah. that wait one thing I don't understand is at the end of apocalypse you see Gene unleash the phoenix onto apocalypse and kill him but then dark phoenix happens so is dark phoenix supposed to be before no apocalypse because you see in the trailers she gets oh you mean as a kid comes she's she's dark phoenix like they had this space accident and dark phoenix i think it's i think it's after i think they're doing what they did with x2 because remember where like a time jump where gene uses the power of the phoenix to stop the entire flood and let the quinjet or not quinjet the uh I don't know. I forgot when what they're the called. When the facility was crumbling. The Quinjet. Yeah. The, the X-Men version of the Quinjet, which yeah. is cooler than a Quinjet. It is very uh, yeah, cool. It's, very, it's a lot more iconic, actually. I, yeah. I contribute to that moment. But the for, X-Jet. But for, I think, I think Apocalypse has a really great first, uh, not great, but a really good first act. I like how they introduce Cyclops. Hell I like, yeah. I liked, th- I actually really liked Magneto in this movie, besides the end. I liked how, um... Uh, Apocalypse didn't really enhance Magneto. It was just more of a prep talk. Like you can, you have this. You your powers are a lot more powerful than you think. Yeah. You need to focus. I like that entire. I I like that. And well, it even makes Magneto even more overpowered because he can literally reshape the planet if he wants to. Yeah. 
That's the entire point of the end of the movie. The dude's so OP. I could see it being a huge guilty pleasure, though. As, like, a lot of these, I could see all, even the worst X-Men movies can be guilty pleasures. I, I even, I still think Oscar yeah. Isaac did a really good job. From what he had, I think he did a really great job with Apocalypse. That's one thing that's very unique with this uh, saga, is what you could call it. All of them are very, very good movies in the aspect that they're entertaining. I don't think there's any of these I've ever yeah. seen, besides Dark Phoenix, I haven't seen it yet. Where I was like, ugh, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like they're all very entertaining. Yeah, they keep. They're you not interested. The, some of the them, end. obviously, Origins, Apocalypse, Last Stand. They're not the best, but they're still like very entertaining. No, they're very. They're all yeah. like, very entertaining movies. Are we ready to move on to number ten? Oh my god, X Men Origins. Go. Probably in two thousand came out in two thousand nine. Probably should be below Apocalypse, but. It has so many redeeming qualities. Like you see the origin to Wolverine, which mm. is really cool. I love the opening to that movie. Oh, I love the revolution. It. Oh yeah, it takes Where place in the Revolutionary the War. It's very right? no, not that the when he first gets his claws as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. where he because if you don't oh, know yeah. if you know the comics, it's a very it's actually extremely because he's comic over two hundred years old. And he kills he actually actually kills his dad. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty. Good. Oh yeah, and then the. The uh, the whole beginning of the movie where the credits are rolling, it's like going through a montage of him and uh, throughout the generations. Sabretooth, I think that's his name. Right? Yeah, Sabretooth. Yeah. They switched it because like this, as I said before, kind of screws it up because Sabretooth was just that one guy. He's like a side character villain in the in first X Men. Yeah. In fact, actually, it's one. Of, it's like his first encounter. Because Storm and Cyclops show up in the first X Men. Yeah, like in to the meet snow. Logan. Yeah. Yeah. So then they kind of switch that. Oh yeah, let's make Sabretooth his, Wolverine's brother, like his brother or something. I love um, what's his name? Rob Schreiber. Schreiber, I believe that's his name. Yeah. He's actually a really good actor. I actually did like him in that movie. I he think was very good in that. That's movie. one of the best things about. I think what with Wolverine Origins, a lot of people hate it, but like, I think there's a lot of good moments in it. Oh yeah, definitely. Obviously not when they sewed the Merc with the mouth. Mouth, oof! You that and that's then, like taking away Cap Shield or then, Iron Man without the suit, Deadpool without his his mouth. ability to talk. It wasn't wasn't Cyclops in this as well. Yeah, Cyclops was in this with the There's aviators of, with like well he had like wraps red, around his eyes. Yeah, but like this they, takes place in like it took place in the sixties or the seventies. Uh, seventies definitely seventies, which is around the same time as First Class. Which doesn't make any sense because no, because for, first class takes, was in the late sixties, seventies, Days of Future Past. So Wolverine Origins should have been afterwards or before because he's still walking. But then again, with Days of Future Past, it happened completely differently because Wolverine wasn't originally a part of what happened because they went back in time through his consciousness. Right. In yeah. other words, it's so so technically that did happen. Yeah, yeah, it's but very, like. I can explain later the way the time yeah. travel worked. But yeah, Wolverine Origins. They did, there is some really cool fight scenes in that with his antimadium blades. I do like his. Yeah. I do like that scene when he first gets it, and then he jumps off a cliff, and Naked. you see you see Hugh Jackman's buns. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed that a moment. Run into the forest. Momento. Wait. So this is off topic, but the scene in uh, Apocalypse where you see uh, oh that's Wolverine, a, which is like his cameo. I really like that's that scene. like. Basically, him in X Men Origins, if he never got out of the facility, right? And yeah. He became yeah. the weapon that they created yeah. him to be in Origins, but he escapes in 
origins, but in the other timeline, he doesn't escape, but then they let him out. Yeah. Something. There's some good action sequences. He like, shoots him in the head, doesn't he? But then he's the striker. He, the antimedium bullet. Oh, it's, so that's that. how he forgets. Well, it's been that's a while since I've seen Origins. Because well, you can't create new memories, or you can't create old memories. So that's the reason why he has amnesia. There's a lot, lot of... And Gambit's <gasps> randomly thrown in there. Gambit's what? randomly it in there. It explains why... The blob. The blob, yeah. Doesn't it explain hey, why he doesn't know much in the first X-Men? Yeah. Because he gets shot with an animate anim, anim, Antimanium. Antimanium. No, it's adamantium. Adamantium bullet in the forehead. Yeah, so it, like, knocks him out, and he loses his memory. Yeah. So then... But then it's confusing because... And then X-Men, which came out in 2000. Here's a, here's another plot hole with it is because um Wolverine's wife is actually really just with him just so that he, uh she's just a she spy, can get the yeah. striker so that she could save her sister who happens to be Emma Frost which throws you off because Emma Frost Isn't... reportedly died because remember when Magneto said listing off the names, names of, of who died he said Emma uh, Azizel you know the other the, reverse yeah, all, no, all the Nightcrawler people, all the people old Nightcrawler's dad. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that that was also weird. I don't, I don't know. know. There, there's definitely lots of it's plot very holes messy. that this movie introduces. And I still think the worst thing about it is because of Deadpool. Mm, yeah. That got the so much backlash. I remember that everybody hated that. I think this movie's one redeeming quality, as there's other ones, but the biggest one that sticks out for me Wolverine. is Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Wolverine. Jackman is Wolverine. It's just every movie he's in is just such a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Because it's just so it's good. It's just very entertaining. Yeah. All right. So then we're ready to move on to number nine, ranked by Phantom Rant, X-Men <laughs> The Last Stand, 2006, which was the third X-Men movie mm-hmm. like, to come out. And this is basically what Dark Phoenix is about, but <laughs> takes place in like the future. Yeah. Well, the OG timeline. In the OG timeline. Yeah. With like the original cast. A lot of things don't make sense and that... And basically, this movie introduced like a serum to get rid of your mutant Mutant abilities. Um, Then somehow they shoved in the Dark Phoenix storyline. Yeah, and then so it had a lot going on, which is why it was very messy. You know what sucks? And it was like a civil war between mutants. You guys remember Juggernaut being in that movie? Yes. God, this is really bad. The Juggernaut. No, worst thing. Worst thing is when Cyclops dies. I hated that movie. Actually, that was not just like. (gasps) Dude, Psycho- he really died like a punk. He died he the first even... five minutes of the that, movie. Yeah. That scene was just like Literally, you, don't, you just got... see his glasses. You're like, what? His glasses are just randomly. They did him they're so floating. dirty. And like Gene just kills him by kissing him, and then he just somehow just dies. just dies. And then yeah, the movie definitely has some issues. And plus, the actress who's playing Jean Grey was really overacting, and some of her yeah. parts is her being Dark Phoenix. It's yeah. actually kind of ridiculous. I, I felt it was kind of weird, like I the still romance. I think she's hotter than Sophie Turner. Is oh yeah, great. she is very attractive. That actress. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think Sophie Turner actually. I can't yeah. believe I'm saying this, Fame. but she looks hotter in Game of Thrones than she does as Jean Grey. I will agree with you on that. Fame I agree B- with you. Jensen. Jensen. That's the original Jean. She's Grey. also Liam Neeson's wife in Taken. <laughs> oh yeah. She's in a lot of random things. Yeah. Anyway, Anywho. so last everyone knows. Last Stand's stand. like universally like yeah. mixed feelings to not liking it. Right. It <laughs> just has so a lot of things it did. Just too many things they tried to do in one. Wolverine movie. kills Gene, which ends up being a reoccurring theme with like him always remembering Gene. 
Yeah, and then especially in the Wolverine. Well, that kind of ties right into our number eight ranked, which is the Wolverine, which I, came out in 2013. I actually really like this movie. I think this movie is a really good movie, except for the last the, act. The, 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 yeah, the climax so is pretty bad. Basically, the Wolverine with Japanese Decepticon came out after Origins, right? Yeah, and it doesn't make sense yeah. at all because yeah, Charles got blown to oblivion. In Last Stand, yeah, and they never explain how he came he's back. So there, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. the opening for the Wolverine too. Oh he's no, like, it's dope. He's like really starting. He's really depressed, which well, is kind of so like a this, stepping stone. So it's to supposed Logan. to take place right after Last Stand. Yes, yeah. where he loses Gene. You he's get just a lot like of all on his own. Yeah, and me and Jack actually saw the Wolverine the... before we saw any other X Men movie, so we're really confused. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's a good movie to watch if you haven't seen all the other ones because it has great action. It's kind of its own separate little plot. I like that. It's the first time it shows it's very blood. Very individual. Yeah. Blood? Yeah. It's the first time really? it shows Which blood. Which is funny because it's Wolverine. He's got metal claws. Yeah. I just, he has, the, the action sequences in oh. this are really cool. I think, dude, I forgot to say this, but this is actually still has one of my favorite moments the train scene. Oh, that's really going, cool. Boom, dude. Boom, boom. This and he drops and then he kills the guy. This movie has some great action scenes with him. Like another one is at the very end of the movie when he's riding the motorcycle yeah. like down and there's all the like samurai dudes and they're like uh, shooting bows. Oh my God, into he's his got back. like 15 arrows. He's in got him. like, oh, he's got way more. He's like, his whole back is feathered yeah. with arrows. I love yeah. that. I think besides Logan, this is his best character. Yeah, I'd agree. Best uh, character um, arc, I would say. Only Silver Samurai didn't mess it up. Oh, my God. I didn't. Yeah, yeah I think just because of that ending and him trying to. He's literally sucking uh, his, his immortality through his claws. Oh, yeah. That was, that was a little that weird. Was that was probably the worst thing about the movie. That didn't really, really make my sense. my only complaint. But I think everything after the Wolverine that we're going to talk about, all these these next seven movies, they're all very good. They're yeah. all very good movies. Especially it lines with, uh, what's the comic with Wolverine in Japan? That's a huge thing, right? Yeah, yeah. no, it is because Silver Samurai is the villain in that. Yeah, because that, that was always like a huge, that's like this similar to Dark Phoenix. I mean, not as big, but that was always a huge fan thing. Except yeah. Silver Samurai is actual mutant in Wolverine. Yeah. Awkward. Instead of being a really rich old Asian man. Who got saved from the Wolverine, bombs in World just... War II? That was actually that's a really cool scene. I like that. Oh, it yeah. is a good really scene. Yeah. Cute. Wolverine survives the nuke. Yep. It's Wolverine, bro. He's so cool. <sighs> All right. There's really. I mean, what are some squabbles we have with this movie? I mean, I guess just. It's the last act. It's just that last act. I just. And there is some slow parts. It just felt like kind of out of place. It... I think just because it was really just Hugh Jackman. As, the, yeah, one, one as the usual, Hugh Jackman it. makes the movie. Yeah. But I really do like the opening. I, I do enjoy the plot, even though it also it had the biggest tease. Oh, yeah. So annoying, where At they the finally end. show his suit. Like, that was, like, actual past. Uh, and then they don't do anything with that. That was upsetting. That would have been so cool if they had that in, like, a future version of it in Days of Future Past. He's so but I do love his suit in Future Past. You know what I just realized? This is kind of like fast-forwarding, but the story kind of ends bittersweet regardless. Not bittersweet, but actually terrible. They still all die because the Logan timeline is still yeah. in the same timeline and still everybody dies. Through so Professor they really didn't. Uh, in Days of Future Past. So Logan's actually changed. the ending point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Even with Dark Phoenix, because that's still stick, uh, 80s, right? Yep. Yeah. No, it's 90s. 90s now. But we'll get there oh. when we talk about that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now we have a little break from kind of the uh, X Men timeline, and we have Deadpool 2, we ranked at number seven. <laughs> in 2018 just came out. Uh, that one. So the Deadpool movies, they're created by Fox. They're technically in the X Men universe, but they're not. But they're not. But they're, they're, they're their own spinoffs. <laughs> it's so funny with Ryan Reynolds. When um, great movies. When Deadpool shows up to the uh, X Men mansion and it seems, man, only it's so empty in here. It, man, it just feels like the studio could only afford two X Men characters. <laughs> and then then there's a room with Charles Xavier. Oh, and like everyone everyone they shut yeah, the door. And, they and shut the, the second door. one is like, where are where, where's the guy with the wings? You know. <laughs> yeah. Can we at least get a cameo or something? Deadpool 2 is so funny. That also, one's very rewatchable. Also, oh, yeah. they did Juggernaut right in that movie. Yeah. That's something they did right. <laughs> Juggernaut, you're like my favorite Marvel character. I'm going to rip you in half now. <laughs> Rips him in half. <laughs> that was so funny. He has baby legs. <laughs> it's such a great uh, Juggernaut's action, butt. action comedy movie. Yeah. It's, it's a really great It's a family movie, movie, bro. It's about a family. Yeah, it really is. Josh Brolin's really great as Cable. Effort for family. He was really good. He was very great as Cable. Um... Oh yeah, it's pretty much it. It's such I I I like it a lot. I like that movie a lot. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I always forget. I always forget. He's a Summers. Cable is. Yeah, he's the son of the uh, son of Scott, Cyclops. Scott and Jean. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's the son of Scott Whoa. and Jean. Whoa. Anyways, we don't really have any squabbles about it. It's just there's movies in the X Men saga that are better. So moving on. Yeah. Number six, we have X-Men First Class, which came out in 2011. So basically, this one came out right after, um, I think, X-Men Origins. Yeah, X-Men Origins Wolverine. This was the two. Last Stand and Origins. Yeah. And then this was kind of like a reboot. Kind of. It was because it takes place in the 60s, 60s or in the yeah. Cold War. Prequel, actually. Kind of yeah, like it's a prequel to the original trilogy. I, I when I saw such a breath of fresh air. When oh, yeah. I saw the trailer for this movie as a kid, I was freaking out because I was like, dude, they're so like Charles and Magneto. They're so young. I was yep. so hyped to see how like oh, you know yeah. this like this is the first like X like you know X Men, but yeah. it, it's. I just, I uh, it was so cool to me. James McAvoy as as uh, Charles Xavier. He does such a really good spin on it, cause it's not like he's you know, um, uh, you know the really old wise Charles that we know in the OG X Men yeah. movies, who's like has the answers for everything, and what she still has that like you know wise and being smart is, but he's like a he's drinking, he's at drinking, a party. he's a teenager, he's a teenager, or he's like in his twenties, he's like at college or something. He's, yeah, he's a college student. And uh, he's at Oxford University with yeah. Mystique, and he's just he's partying he's all the time. He's using his te- telepathy yeah. to like pull chicks. Yeah, he's a con <laughs> artist. Yeah, yeah. He, I love it how he tries. She's trying to get uh, trying like, to get chicks with everything. You can do more with your powers, man. Also, Magneto, uh, Magneto, dude, Michael Fassbender in this movie was oh absolutely God. amazing. I we love already... how they showed his his beginning, his motivation for why he is the way he is. I love. Yeah. They really displayed that in this morning. You're on like Team Magneto, honestly. Oh no, dude! I love Magneto. Oh, yeah. he, the really good scene where uh, it's uh, Kevin Bacon as Sebastian Saw, and he has a gun <gasps> towards his mom, and he says like, "Move the coin," and he's trying his hardest, and he can't move the coin. And the only way he did it is when he shoots his mom, and he starts making everything that metal yeah. starts shaking around. Ah, oh, it was so cool. Kevin, is his name Kevin Bacon? Yeah, Kevin. From no, Footloose. Yeah, 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 Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Yeah, he was six degrees. He was a good villain. 
He was actually a really good villain. I really like that. And the, the, how they introduced the helmet. Oh, no, oh, I really like yeah. that, too. I got this. His powers are pretty cool, too. So they introduced the helmet so he could keep telepathy yeah. out of his head. And Emma then, Frost is finally in there. She's really cool, Minus too. Minus Origins. Yeah. Uh, also, I I like the way uh, Beast is introduced when he's actually Beast. I love. I actually really like that when he's. Oh yeah, really, when I do messes, really like uh, Nicholas Holt it. as the Beast. So also one of my favorite parts is when they, <laughs> when oh. they're recruiting, oh and then they they go they meet oh, Wolverine. Wolverine's cameo. F off. <laughs> and Dude, they meet, and have I you like seen? They leave immediately. Now we're in our top Moving five. on, we're in our top five, and number five is OG. The original X-Men. X-Men 2000 wow. kicked off really superhero comic book movies as we know it today. Um, it truly did, honestly. Like I remember when I was about to start watching the X-Men saga, I was like, I don't really want to start with X-Men, like the very first one. I feel like it's going to be boring. But then I watched it and I was surprised. It's, it's a pretty entertaining. really entertaining movie. It holds up really well. Yeah, it holds up very well. It's like the original Spider-Man with yeah. uh, that's how it, yeah. Raimi. It's like, funny because they came out right around the same like time, like 2003 or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like when all the big studios were kind of like at their baby phase for superhero movies. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're just they're just starting to walk. They're they're tumbling a little bit, but they're oh, they're starting to get walk. Get back up. There's some potential there. X2, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> oh god. Oh yeah. Anyways, so. There's a lot of cool scenes. Now I should say about X Men. I mean, it just introduced everything. Magneto's really cool in that. Magneto. You, so you see Wolverine start. You see Wolverine and how he doesn't really remember anything, which ties into X Men Origins. Yeah. Which would come out later in like twenty. He's got some. Two thousand nine. Introduction for Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah. Awesome. You, you see his relationship too. with Rogue, which I love that relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Rogue. And huh? being like, Wolverine like and a Rogue. stepdad. Yeah, I almost thought like like more her, of an uncle. Yeah, kind of like her more of uncle. An uncle. Her cool I, uncle. Isn't it? Yeah, Ellen Page is in that movie too. Uh, is, is she is, really? Yeah, she's. I Kitty, forget about that. She's Kitty Pride. Yeah, she's Kitty. Yeah. She can phase through walls. Okay, one of my cool, one of the coolest scenes also with Magneto is when he flips. The, it's kind of like the first thing you really see with Magneto displaying his powers when he fl- He takes all the cops' guns that are. That's a good scene. And he flips the guns on them. Yeah. Or uh, what was I thinking? The also, when, also when Charles uh, and that same that same meme that same moment when uh, Charles takes over the mind of um, the saber tooth and he yeah. has his throat on uh, Magneto and Magneto's ah, ah, ah and then he sh- he shoots the bullet from the gun but he's like slowing it down oh, and slowly yeah. going to the guy's head. Such an iconic cl- cast too. Yeah, and you have the whole chemistry with Jean Grey, Scott, and then the Wolverine. And it's just their Halle Berry is storm. it's like their <laughs> weird little like romance thing going that, on. That love triangle. Yeah, the Halle, love triangle. They never really like fully go into that though. They never really do. Which it, is still kind of funny though. It, What's I love this scene when they're like uh, they're looking for Mystique, and then uh, <laughs> oh Wolverine, oh, Wolverine yeah. finds. How do, how do I know it's you? You're a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. Yeah. yeah. It was. It's just oh, a good okay. Way to another kick it good off. one with um. Magneto is in the final act when they're in the ball thing, and um, he break he just he takes off um Cyclops's glasses, and he has a, he has Cyclops' face gene, so if he he barely opens oh, his eyes, yeah. he'll kill her. Like, like, right That's a really cool good scene, cool move. Yeah, and at the end of that one, Magneto ends up in his glass prison, playing chess with Giles, big ol' X. 
And then we pick up later with X2. But before we get there, number four on our Phantom X-Men rankings list love this movie. is Deadpool 2016. One of the most unique superhero movies. It's so funny. So funny. It's so funny. So You're good. about to get killed well, by a Zamboni. Ryan Reynolds, man, is, is literally... Born. I don't think anyone else could play he Deadpool. He was born to play Deadpool. Deadpool. Which is really cool because ever since Origins, he was really he was really working on a script for Dead for Deadpool. Yeah, he spent all his time six years after that, not six years, but like. So did he write a lot of his script? Oh yeah, yeah. It's all, I think was, it's improvised mostly. It took him forever because he would kept like trying to show this uh, to 20th Century Fox to green greenlit it, and it took him years till they finally did it. So he yeah. literally has been behind that movie since yeah. since he was actually casted in Origins. And it's surprisingly a good movie. Like it's not just a comedy. It's not just like a funny, like gory movie. It's a cool take on the superhero genre. Yeah, it has a good like love story. It's even got a few emotional parts, especially when he finds out he has cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like a it's kind of like a like a manhunt for his for his wife. Yeah, kind it of. really is. And for Francis, Francis, her name is he, Francis. <laughs> he got his Ajax from from a dish soap. <laughs> <laughs> I love Deadpool. I love it's that good movie. so funny. I just read this and just watched it only a few weeks ago again. I, I just, I always will love that movie. That's such, I don't know. That so rewatchable. Has, uh, Actually, out of all these, it's probably one of the most rewatchable ones. That I could oh, just yeah. like, I could just put on. It's Friday night. Just keep watching them. Put on a Deadpool. Besides Passion of the Christ, I think it's the second highest grossing rated R movie. I think I think you're right. And it's also really? the highest streaming illegal, um, illegally uh, downloaded highest movie. Highest streamed, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, it's time to move to our top three X-Men. Devin. Let's go back. You want to read our third favorite X-Men movie? Oh my gosh. Actually, for the longest time. Let me move real quick. Oh, okay, get get in position. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just really my back hurts. I don't know how Jack does this all day. He's always sitting here. I don't know how he does that. Um. Anyway, this is for the longest time. This has been my. This was uh my favorite X Men movie, and that is X Two. No longer my favorite X Men movie, but I still really love this movie. It was my favorite until I saw Days of Future Past. Oh yeah, it's just but... such a cool like standalone like. Superhero action movie. Yeah. I, I love it. And I love Stryker as the villain. It's so There's so creative. many cool moments in it, too. Like you kind of see some of uh, Wolverine's origin. And you start seeing yeah. him kind of understand some of his past. Kind of see some of that. But then you see... Uh, um, what are some other plot points in that movie that make it really good? Like also, they, oh, Magneto... They, like. Um, breaks out of the facility with by taking the lead out of the guy's body. Too much, body. too much iron in your blood, and then he turns. Oh, in. then yeah, this is like the, the first dies. time you see them work with Magneto because they're trying to stop uh, Striker yeah, from yeah. using his mutant son he can, to kill all the mutants or something. Because he turns Matt, it on the humans. In the first X Men, he was full on antagonist. You know what I love in this movie? I love how they they explain like Charles Xavier is like basically a, a super weapon. His brain oh, is yeah. a super yep. weapon. With the what's the thing called? Cerebro. The cerebro. Is like because he can do that's cerebral. The, that's even cerebral. the plot point in Apocalypse. Is that like Charles? Like Charles Xavier's brain 
It's kind of a is, copy of and X2. And he ends up killing the X-Men, too. Yeah, yeah he... It's <laughs> Oh, yeah, and Logan. We'll talk about that later. That his brain is just this big, su- awesome, big super weapon. Also, uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Oh, the opening oh, scene with Nightcrawler. Yeah. I really super good. I, I really love uh I really love Nightcrawler in this movie. Yeah. I uh, I also also um I thought they were gonna do a thing with uh Nightcrawler and Mystique because if you didn't know this that Mystique is actually Nightcrawler's mother. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And I thought they would do something with oh this. Oh my god, yeah. I thought they would do something in this movie, but they never did anything with it. And yeah. but they kinda did in Apocalypse, but they didn't they didn't. Yeah, but uh, still amazingly casted too. Oh no, dude! Nightcrawler in this movie is absolutely. Amazing. I love. I don't know why they didn't bring him back in and last. Striker. Stand. I love Light, the guy who plays Striker. Striker's really good. He was dude, really good. The fight with Wolverine and Lady Deathstrike. Ooh, that Ooh. was a great fight. That was good. Because and then they, she like falls in the animantium. Yeah, yeah. No, Wolverine. He stabs. She drowns him. She, yeah, drowns she, uh, her. Well, she had animantium claws, right? Yeah, yeah. she, had she an, was like basically like, like him. Yeah. Adamantium nails or something like that. Yeah, nails. It's so unique. I've never seen anything similar to it's it. It's kind of like what's that? What would you compare that to MCU wise? Age of Ultron? No, no, it's no, no, more no. of like Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier is a good comparison. Yeah. Action's very good. Like the scene when uh, the government is infiltrating the house. The house. And uh, there's actually a really also uh, oh, that's a really the mansion. Yeah, that cool was really scene. cool. The kid who has the firepower who can ma- manipulate fire, like him yeah. destroying all the police cars. Oh, in the you know when they go to the that's really funny when they go to his house and they find out he's a mutant. Oh yeah, his parents find out he's a mutant. Yeah, oh, yeah. Iceman's uh, Bobby, Bobby's parents. Bobby yeah. and Rogues romance, and they start freaking out. That was like, really hot because they're very because his family's very anti-mutant, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. And it really, yeah, it really, it doubles as as a sequel should. From the first X Men, it's a very—it's really—it's a way better version of the first X Men. Really, it, is it really way, is. Yeah, it is way better. It goes more in depth with it's each the T2 character for X Men. It's also Ooh, yeah. It's also Terminator Two is better than the original. First team up with uh, Magneto and uh, the X Men. Yeah, where they have to team up. Yeah, yep. That's what to I like about it. Striker, which is similar to Apocalypse, where they wanted to use Cerebral to destroy everyone. Yeah, or Apocalypse was a little different. Apocalypse wanted Charles' brain. Yeah. So or his powers so that he could uh mind control the world. Yeah. And at the end of this, Gene dies. And Cyclops and Logan are very sad. Very but does very she sad. die? Bum, and then last bum, stand bum. happened. And then last stand happened and yeah, we Ugh. Anyways, ah. number two. Oh my god. Our second favorite X Men movie came out in twenty seventeen. Logan Logan. Logan. That movie made me cry is so much. Is that you, Logan? Now, I want you guys to explain, like, where this is at, timeline-wise, where is all the X-Men, to people so, who are kind of so maybe confused and don't know. Okay. A, okay, yeah, you could just do it. Okay, so this takes place at the end, like, this continues on after the end of Days of Future Past. Where they're all back again. They're where all they're all back again. again. They still all die. Wolverine still turns into sad man with Charles. It all kind of because you know what's funny. Uh, there's a very good um a quote that I saw once that time's like a river. You can put a stone into it and it's gonna divide, but it will always go back. And after uh that was a cool quote. Anyway, but um Professor X after because what basically happened you don't really find out till later what happened why Wolverine 
and per- Professor X are the last X-Men and some of the last of the mutants. But you find out later in the movie that Professor X, because he has it's like literally the most powerful mind in the world, is basically a nuke, has Alzheimer's. And that's very, very dangerous. This is very dangerous, which you find out that's what killed the X-Men. Is, 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 and because of that, it also killed, I think, a lot of other people. And yeah. that's why they were hunting mutants and right. pretty much killing all, not just the rest of the X-Men, but the rest of, like, mutants. In the, like, you, in the United States, it was banned. Well, no, they, the mutants... Mutants the, are banned in the U.S. Well, the reason why mutants, like, there's, you can't, like, mutants aren't being produced anymore or anything is that the, uh, the Striker's mutant. son, who's in the movie, who's kind of, like, the bad guy, Striker's son did this thing where he, uh, put something in corn syrup he put something in corn syrup which stopped the mutant gene from arising so corn syrup? it was supposed yeah it was corn syrup he explains it when he's talking to logan oh when yeah. he's captured him is he put it in corn syrup because you know who doesn't eat corn syrup like and well, they started engineering the mutant x gene into different specimens, specimens that they can try to control yeah because those are the that's ones why the kids that's what all of the because they started they want to militarize them so they want yeah. very contr- it's very they want to very controlled they don't want it to controlled. be a random gene they wanted to be able to control so it. so they that's why they yeah. destroyed them the the mutant next gene well besides yeah and besides yeah. that that's not that's kind of like more even a side thing in logan but basically logan why it's so great it's just it's such a great send-off for hugh jackman and oh it, my god I, who would have yeah. dreamed that the logan storyline would actually become a movie and not even just that but actually a really phenomenal movie that was actually really impactful emotionally, and also the in the X Men canon. Besides, because I'm not gonna count Deadpool, is the first rated R. Yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. really see blood and Wolverine, which is perfect for Wolverine. I got two questions. Number one, both will be answered. Which X Men apocalyptic world would you rather live in? Days of Future Past or Logan? Logan. Definitely Logan. Definitely yeah. Logan. Because lo- it's still, it's still, like, th- it's still the same world. It's just a little but different. But it's just mutants are banned. Days of Future. But it's Past still like a normal world. Like was... they're still running around. Days of Future Past kind of took it to the next level. That oh was my next, God. next level sketchy. Armageddon. Because yeah. the Sentinels were seeing mutant genes and people who would pass on to a different generation, so they would kill them just too. Wipe like them they'd out, be yeah. like carriers, but then they don't actually have powers. Yeah, no, they their gene they have they have it, but like if if they had a kid, the kid's gonna have that. It's gonna have a better. Yeah. They'll develop powers. Yeah. And then my second question. Do you think Logan is Hugh Jackman's best X-Men film? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Best I, performance. I, it's just, it was just so – you really, really see his pain because he's really had to deal with it for the longest more than any other character right. in this universe. He's really dealt through it like all throughout time. Yeah. And you actually start to even see like Logan actually old, old. Like he's got gray hair Her as he should beard. be because that's how it was. And then – he he's really like at the bottom of the thing, and he's just and he's not healing because uh what what was it the adamantium's killing him slowly right it's poisoning him yeah yeah and it's really just him like he's just trying to find purpose and that his purpose in the beginning of the movie is Can him and boat? Professor X just trying to get a boat and just live the rest of their life on that he really is like so broken he's a drunk. He's a limo driver. He's a limo driver. <laughs> yeah. kind of funny. It's actually really funny. And that then, scene when they're trying to steal his tire. Oh, that's beats a him great up. scene. Oh. He kills them all. He cuts and off then, the guy's arm. Oh, my God. It's so cool. That was so satisfying to see because you never see blood. 
Yeah. And um, what really gets him into it is X-23, the little girl. Oh, dude. Which you find out, obviously, has, like, the same powers as him. Spoiler alert, it's his daughter. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Basically. It's just his made daughter. from his genes. And their their relationship throughout the movie was just, it, it grew from, like, basically him just, like, needing to do that. And one of the coolest things about Wolverine, he may, like, pass off as, like, he's just a badass. He's just trying to, like, you know, go through it avoid it but he really the one thing about Wolverine his biggest thing is that he can't avoid from doing the right thing yeah he's always drawn to doing the right thing no matter what and you even see that in the original X-Men like with him yeah. and Rogue and then him with X-23 no matter how broken he is and especially how broken he was in Logan oof he was really just like he was at the bottom of the bottom some of the best child performances I've ever seen. Dude, by she, Daphne King. Yeah, Daphne King, yeah. Her opening action scene, like, with her is insane. I love it when she she uh, she uh goes up to all the SWAT people who are trying to take her back, and, and she just drops the guy's head. <laughs> she in just front rolls of the head. She rolls the head, and she's... Oh, dude, she's amazing in that movie. I, I Patrick lo- Stewart is very, being very convincing. They, uh, her and uh, Hugh Jackman together, especially at the end, were pulling on my heartstrings very hard. Oof, very hard. This movie, unlike the rest, I think is really can be really rough to watch. It's definitely not your typical superhero. It's honestly, I see it more as a, a West- modern, modern western. It's a western turned superhero. That's why it makes ne- it so unique. It's a, like a neo western. It's probably is probably the right yeah. term. Right Did now. you know even in the on the Blu-ray you can actually have a noir? version you watch it all in black and white that's actually really cool actually cool it's a cool feature like if we can get like a batman version old man batman like really old man batman dark Knight returns rated r like logan that would be cool i want to see more movies unique like logan uh because dark Knight returns that'd be very cool oh yeah when robocop voiced him yep One last thing before we move know. on. Uh, Charlie uh, Robot. Oh, Man. Charlie. Um, not Charlie Hunnam. That's What's from Sons of Anarchy. Um, he looks like Charlie Hunnam. He's really cool. He was really great. He's a great villain in the movie. I thought he was pretty good. Wolvie? Yeah. yeah Wolvie? I thought he was a really good villain. Wasn't in he in uh, The Predator? He was. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> For some reason, I hate that movie. That's yeah, fine. I can see why. I just. Yeah, that's my issue. I just hate, like, brain dead violence. It just, like, John Wick. It's just. Ugh. Anyway, Give me a good on. story. Moving on. Oh, yeah. We don't get in that. <laughs> so, number one, our favorite X-Men movie. Phantom Red's favorite X-Men movie. It's got to be Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Where would you guys rank this on your personal favorite? I, I think, think my personal favorite. It'd be in my top five. Personal favorite, I Easily. think Logan's still my favorite. Because, I don't know. That one really hit me. Because I Logan's love your Jack favorite. and I love Wolverine. But this, one's, this would definitely be number two. This is one's really hard for me. I don't blame Out this for all being my favorites. One. Superhero movies, this would still be in top five for me. Oh, I think. in superhero top movies in general? Easily. Yeah. Top ten easily. It'd probably Ooh, be my top five. I it's I don't consider Logan an X-Men movie. So I say this is my favorite X-Men movie overall. Right. Right. Okay, but, as an X-Men team up, yeah, this yeah. is the best one. I like this way better actually than the next two. And it was such a good movie because it combined, like we said earlier, the original cast with the newer reboot. It's such a- Great, like, like it's kind of like how Endgame, you know, how Endgame is like a collab of all the MCU. It's kind of like yeah. this for the X Men. Yeah, you where get, you get the old and you get the new. Ties in Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen with 
James McAvoy and then Michael Fassbender. And a really cool premise. Oh, yeah. It's, and you know what? I, I have to shout out James McAvoy in this movie, man. Ooh. Oh, my God. I think this is his best movie. He's He was so great because he shows a Charles Xavier that's not broken, like, man. He's, he's broken. He's not... He's doing he's drugs. As, yeah. He's on. He's addicted. So he can walk. He's nowhere near the Professor X we would know. He hates his powers because he just hates hearing the voices of other people. He can't stand it because he feels like he failed everyone. And the only person that's been in his life, who still is in his life, is Beast. And yeah. he, it's just, it's a really great redemption for him. It's like a really great redemption buildup. And like, what, like even with the scene with he's talking to his older self. It was like, we need you to hope again. And he's just like, oh. I don't want this. I don't want any of this. Don't want you a future. And then he just starts coming back. And then like his powers start slowly coming back and uh-huh. everything. It's just, man, James McAvoy, he's a, he's a national treasure, man. This is another great movie with Hugh Jackman. So the future is all messed up because the, sen- the cent- cent- Sentinels. Because uh, Mystique at a certain point assassinated a uh, high official and they shot her and they got her blood. And um, combine that with the Sentinels. Yeah, to... no, no. That's how the Sentinels were able to beat all the mutants. As you can uh-huh. see in the opening scene for the movie, where oh, yeah, they really man. established that. Where they, first of all, they, they ripped off Bobby's head <sighs> in that when he's in ice form. Oh, with, yeah. That oh. was pretty intense. That was sad. That was very sad. But and it's it cool because back. it's like the original characters, but it's like a big time jump. Yeah, from no, it 2000, what, five? But it was so cool seeing them all on screen again. Wolverine, Storm, Professor X, yeah, or Magneto. It's so cool seeing them again on screen. And it had been like since 2000... Since Last Stand. Five, yeah. So it had been like over a decade. Yeah, it was since we've seen Around all these characters years. together. Yeah. It was, oh, it was just really so cool to see that again. Very cool. Uh, Hugh Jackman in this movie was amazing. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence too was absolutely. This is probably one of her best performances ever. She yeah. was very great in this movie. Uh, Peter Dinklage as Trask was Peter really great. Really too. good. He was really great. God, that Star- man's my favorite midget. Star Killer, not Star Killer. Striker. Star Killer. Another just, actor. Strikers in this movie. It just shows that um another striker. Yeah. Like yeah. either even you know even though like Pierre Dinklage he's very short in height but he he ha- he has a powerful presence. Very powerful. Bingo. Very powerful. Pre- powerful presence. presence. Also Magneto overpowered. I think is the best word I can say oh, yeah. about him. In this I loved movie. I loved where his prison. Oh, oh yeah. He's, he's oh, like dude. in the middle he's of the, like Pentagon. the Pentagon. Yeah, that's really cool. So basically, he's in prison. They have to go back in time to get him and uh, Charles, um, to, work, Charles to, work to work together, together. to stop um, Mystique from killing yeah. Tras, just to stop all this senators, blah, blah, to happen. But when they go to get him from prison, it's cool how you find out that he tried to assassinate um, JFK. JFK. But you find out he was really. But you find out JFK was a mutant. And he was trying to save him. And he was trying to save and him. And it was just too late because of the. He was trying to curve the, curve bullet, the bullet, but it yeah. was already like too late. Yeah, yeah. that was really I cool. That was a cool little twist. I, was I like, love, what? I love their tie-ins with history in this because it's like yeah. it's post Vietnam War. Um, a little cool tidbit I was telling them earlier is that when uh, Nixon says, uh, "Let's do this off the record," that was the missing Watergate tapes. It's yeah. very, very, very subtle when they turn it off, and that was the missing tapes when they're talking about the Sentinels yeah. and how mutants are th- are a supposed threat. Yeah, I just, I love I love the styles, and I love how it's like taking place in the seventies, and this yeah. movie's so great. It's a really, it's so X-Men, really great movie. One thing X Men does great is tying 
superheroes to like the real world like what would happen if superheroes are in our real world in a very fluid way i believe and it's, but in this it's movie, believable it's yeah in believable, this one very believable like avengers it's the mcu it's very fantasized like yeah. it's not very realistic at all x-men makes it like needy greedy like what would the government do all these different how things would the people react how would the people yeah. react like you're literally f- your family members how would they react i mean the most obvious um allusions to like martin luther king being like the civil rights professor movement. X, the civil rights, civil rights movement, movement. Yeah. malcolm x being like magneto you know, a little bit more extreme i mean that's why stanley such a cool comparison stanley created it is because during the civil rights movement rogue dude actually rogue's rogue. actually a southern girl if you didn't know that bobby Bobby, touch me, Bobby. I love that little weird side plot to like X Men and X Two. They they're how they can't touch you. Yeah, they're sexually frustrated. They're really. Sexually I don't care, Bobby. Just touch me. Because if you touch them, you get <laughs> especially in X Two. They just show yeah. that and they're in the yeah. bedroom. Yeah, and they're just really. I love they're how they're just so the, the chemistry. What's is his just... face? It gets a stroke. It's, yeah. There's someone she accidentally touched. I'm sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah, I think that's it. That's yeah. it. I think we're good. That was the X-Men <sighs> series. Evan, do you want to say something? Our little brother has been watching I, The Office. I keep forgetting I that he's in the background. Or he's been playing this cool new egg first person shooting game. Oh, his legs are numb. His legs are numb. He's been Evan, sitting. Evan, do you need me to rub your legs? I had a basketball workout today, so I'm sore. Oh, <laughs> okay, he's sore. Evan. Oh, careful there he's just holding back yeah he's probably the biggest x-men expert evan all you need to all you need to know is origins is the best x-men movie and logan is really bad and gambit is the main leading role in all the the x-men films gambit is actually a better villain than magneto he is actually the definition of an uh, and juggernaut in last stand oh yeah the definition of uh Hero meets villain. Yeah. Very yeah. Probably, you know, better than Robert Downey Jr. as Wait. Iron Man. All right, boys. Well, this was a really good talk. I'm really glad. I've been waiting for a while to talk about this X-Men. I know. Really we good. haven't really had a chance to talk about X-Men, but now we did. All Episode that, 40. All that building tension to talking about X-Men, I finally released it this podcast. Freaking Dark finally Phoenix. Thank you. The only Dark good Phoenix. thing you did was let us talk about X-Men. Yeah. Anyways, without further ado... We got some exciting things coming soon. Just for a little tidbit, uh, sorry about not getting content out in terms of the podcast out a lot. Oh. Uh, there's uh, just just to explain, Ryan was gone in Thailand, as he said in the beginning of the podcast. Rambo, Rambo four for like what two three weeks? It was like two weeks, yeah. Yeah, for, Ryan was gone for two weeks in Thailand. It was just it was just the long gunman, so that's probably why this episode sounds way better than the last one. Because <laughs> oh, I did it. don't do that. Yeah, we had a little. No falling out but we're good now and then you know jack actually <laughs> has a life so he yeah a life. he's married and, but you know, hey guys all that adult stuff yeah. but with that said just a little tidbit and a little sneak peek is we might do like a little segment of like five four six episodes of top 10 episodes so that could be top 10 villains of all time top 10 comic book moments of all time also Toy Story. We're going to redo our Pixar top 10 when Toy Story comes out. We're it might be that. either a Toy Story episode or just actually maybe just a Pixar episode. Possibly. Yeah, Pixar. We, I think, yeah, we'll redo that. But yeah, we got some exciting Stranger stuff coming. Stranger Things. Ooh, Stranger Things is coming out soon. Ooh, Far From Home. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. Lion King. Uh, Lion hot. King, yeah. Not sure how I feel about that, dude. You know what? I got to say, mm-hmm. the color palette with Lion King, it's not popping. 
It looks like, a little Scar, fine. I'm Scar fine just that. looks like it looks a, a little generic lion. Is it Mufasa looks just like give, give my man John Favreau time. I think it's just I don't know. It looks a little too live action. Like I kind of wanted it to be a little. I just had a great episode idea. What? We do a three-way. Three-way? All right. Three-way. No, I'm not in this. I'm married. Okay. We do a three-way superhero-like SmackDown episode. John Wick, Ethan Hunt, and Jason Bourne. Ooh, I like that. Now, that's a good matchup. That's a good matchup. Who would win? All right. I that think for another day. No, for another day. You should do it right now. No, oh, not right another. now. Not oh, right now. I'm so tempted. Oh, okay. Oh, you just... Stay tuned. <laughs>